1: Welcome to the Potawans Podcast. I am your host, Lucas Egan, and with me, my co-host. David Block. What's up, guys? Man, this show, I tell you what, we have been wanting to put this out for a while now. Uh, this podcast, what is it going to be about, you think? It's going to be about all things Star Wars. But mainly, it's going to be a deep dive of the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, yes. the 2008 killer that leads up to revenge of the Sith it's by far one of my favorite shows even though it's animated but here's the thing we need to learn a little bit more about myself and David David what was your first experience with Star Wars
2: dude all right so when I was I don't know six ish seven ish Clone Wars came out it was God's gift to earth thank you George Lucas Mm -hmm. our heavenly father yep uh it mind-blowing i don't care what the haters say it's a great freaking movie when darth maul brings out that second lightsaber oh uh that was my first experience um i actually think i watched like one two three before i saw four five six um or maybe i don't know my, my parents probably had it on like vhs or dvd or something yeah. like that but i mean we were young right that was a mm-hmm. that was 22 years ago now holy cow that that movie came out. Wow. Um, never saw Clone Wars. I've seen like a couple episodes like scrolling through Cartoon Network back in the day, back when it was originally on air. Uh, but I haven't seen the show yet. Um, this will be my first time watching the Clone Wars. Uh, whereas, I mean, you've seen it multiple times, right? Yes. Uh, so... so so tell me about like, where are you in your fandom? How How far deep are you?
1: So... Uh, you could say I'm kind of a sweaty, which is the equivalent <laughs> of a nerd. Um, I my first exposure was, yes, the Phantom Menace in, in uh, well, actually, I watched some of the VCRs. I don't really remember. but I just know that they were accessible to my family. Yeah, yeah. Um. So but my first theater experience at watching a movie was watching the Phantom Menace like you. So we grew up in the prequel era where, where we we love the prequels. And it doesn't really matter what you're gonna say to us. We enjoy those movies. They're um, good movies.
2: I, they're, Clone Wars might be my favorite Star Wars movie. I'm just saying, and yeah. you can't change my mind.
1: No, yeah, and uh, so that that's kind of my exposure. I my fandom goes far deeper than some. I I know more. There's a lot of knowledge in this head that probably is like. All right, let's go down the checklist. Let's go down kay. like the
2: levels. Okay. Okay. Seen all the movies. Yes. You've seen all of Clone Wars? Yes. Have you read comic books? Yes. Have you read book books?
1: Yes. Okay,
2: canon and non-canon. You know all of it, right? Oh, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, my, the, tell the listeners.
1: So I just got out. So the newest book from the High Republic era, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott, just came out. Which, like, today. just came out. Came out today. Um, I'm currently 10 chapters in. Uh, it's great. Um, if you're not reading The High Republic, I, I highly is, encourage you to. It's canon or great. not canon? It's it canon. A- it's canon. Okay. And
2: so, okay, so going forward, just for clarification, there's canon. Canon, and then, then there's, there's Legends. Legends. And legends, legends is, is le- like
1: like the Knights of the Old Republic game is currently Legends, even though there are rumors that they're going to – well, no, there's not rumors. They are recreating it re- oh. re- for a canon version. And okay. the old republic is also mentioned in one of the other high republic books. So, um, like the Seth Empire, is technically canon. Revan's canon. Um, Malgus is canon.
2: You've 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 done all of it. Yeah, I've pretty much okay, done all this? of it. How about like so? The seventh layer of hell is like: Have you dressed as a Jedi for things or for
1: things Halloween? Yeah,
2: would be even worse. But Halloween.
1: Yeah, uh, my okay, mom. Yeah. My mom created uh a homemade yeah homemade Anakin Skywalker I was before it was cool. Yeah I would yeah (laughs) definitely I was a cosplayer before it was cool. You're absolutely right. Um but yeah I uh really really enjoy I enjoy Star Wars. Star Wars is like my escape from reality because we all need something to get out of reality and I think it's a great thing to get away from you know
2: it's it is one of the best fandoms I think I've always liked Star Wars, but the there's such a high threshold of access to get into Star Wars. Yes. Up until quarantine, up until Disney Plus came out, which is where I, which is I think where this started to come from, right? Yeah. Is is you and you and me met? Uh, we met a couple months ago. Yeah. Um. And right away, I mean, that was one of the first things we talked about. Is like, oh, dude, like, oh, you like Star Wars? What about Clone Wars? Have you seen Clone Wars yet? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that that's where this really came from is yeah. you and me saying like, oh, well, if these are conversations we're going to have anyways, let's just put it just on get camera. a podcast. Yeah, why
1: not? I mean, everyone's doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing that's going to make us different. You have never you have seen bits and pieces of the show. So it's going to be like you're my Padawan and I'm your master. The, I'm the Padawan. Yeah, you are the Padawan let's see what i did there see so i mean guys we're just here to have fun uh you guys can follow along we're going to be doing uh episodes uh every tuesday um and let's just get into it episode 1 um for clarification so for those that don't know this clone wars takes place in between episodes 2 and 3 um, And this is during the Clone Wars. This is kind of like your introduction into what's going on in between those two movies.
2: Where So where does this tie in with the Clone Wars animated movie?
1: So the animated movie is part. It was actually an arc in the show, what uh-huh. it was originally supposed to be. But they wanted to get it out to kind of get the masses going. And it kind of flopped because it's an animated. Not everybody is in it. It didn't animated. do very well. It didn't. It didn't do very well
2: see I liked it I saw that movie when it came out I thought we, it was really good
1: yeah and I I mean it's star I, I'm not gonna dislike anything that's Star Wars it's really we'll get into movies in, and in, in some in some form of another in probably a while but like I enjoy them for what they are I enjoy all the content for what they are whether I in whether I agree with everything or disagree with anything because you know what it doesn't really matter because I'm not making the decisions, so I just have to live with it so right.
2: so season one episode one Ambush yes, so Directed, Dave Bullock by or written by Stephen milking,
1: yep, so the synopsis is basically uh Jedi Master Yoda is on a secret mission to forge a treaty with uh, the king of Toydaria, um, which Toydarians are what Watto is, is the type of species that Watto is in episode one. So that's a Toydarian. Remind Um, us, who's Watto? Watto is the slaver that owns Anakin in episode one.
2: Okay, okay. The uh, The little winged amphibian looking dude.
1: Yeah, the the only money guy.
2: Only money.
1: So Yoda is traveling in a ship when it's uh, ambushed by the Separatists uh, by Count Dooku. Uh, Yoda and three other clone troopers must face off against Count Dooku's dreaded assassin Ventress, Asajj Ventress, who was actually in the 2003 micro-series. Um, so that's a little bit of a deep dive for you if you want to go check that out. That's on Disney Plus 2. Maybe we'll get into that uh, series. Um, but uh, so basically Ventress shows up, um, makes a deal saying if Yoda is able to uh, bring down every uh, droid, um, then you can join the Republic. If not, then you're, you're a- on asterisk. the Separatist side.
2: Asterix, the, yeah. the king of the Toidarian, says, yep. as long as it's a fair fight, yes. I'm all about it.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: But come to find out it's not a fair fight. She throws everything she's got at this guy.
1: Yep, absolutely. So uh,
2: So so I just want to make a quick mention. Uh, I don't know if you catch in the opening scenes, Count Dooku, actually it looks like he's in Jabba's palace making a deal. Did you catch that?
1: So that's Is actually that in the movie. Later? That's in the ah! movie. That's in the and movie. it's been Be- so
2: long, I need to go back and watch it.
1: So, basically, the synopsis is Jabba's son gets taken and Count Dooku's behind it, and he's trying to get... Because the Republic and the Separatists are trying to get access to hyperspace lanes that are controlled by the Huts. So, they're trying to... Got both sides it. are trying to get the Huts to allow them to go through their territory. Got it. Got it. Um, that's why uh, Dooku is in Jabba's palace. Okay. Um, so... Uh, we cut to the moon side. Um, Asajj Ventress approaches the local Toidarians and offers uh, a counter treaty. Uh, Count Dooku, if those that have never seen Star Wars was the apprentice apprentice to uh, Jedi Master Yoda. Um, he how, is. How, a... Where does
2: that put? Sorry, where does that put Asajj Ventress?
1: So Ventress technically would is a dark assassin, but um. Count Dooku pretty much uses her as his apprentice. Um, Which is there,
2: technically against the Sith yes, code, correct? Yes.
1: Uh-huh. So, when Sith is... So, Sith is the rule of two. There's only one master and there's the only apprentice. No more, no less. You all will hear that in two... In... Well, if you've watched episode one, Yoda mentions it. Um, so, Asajj Ventress technically is... Technically is not a Sith. She's a dark assassin. Um, just to clarify that up. Um, so there are a couple of things that um are interesting about this episode. Um, Yoda in particular. Uh, he has a feel of it's like a mixture between prequel Yoda and Episode Five Yoda. I don't know if you noticed that in his dialogue. He mentions a in lot episode of Episode Five. He's a little quirky. Yes, he's quirky, like, um, I forget what he says, but he basically says something like what he would say to Luke in in Dagobah, like, the clone had a, was like, well, how are we gonna beat them, and he's like, uh, it doesn't matter what the, your size, well, the size matters not, line is said, um, so I thought, I really enjoyed that part of Yoda, because I thought it was interesting that they put those two together, um, Obviously, this is a kids' show, so they had to throw in some some humor. Uh, a clanker tells the other uh, droids that he's a terrible shot, which is funny because we make the droids out to be stormtroopers, but they're actually so they're probably per- deadlier than stormtroopers.
2: So he's so three three minutes thirty four seconds in, he he tells the other clinker he's a terrible shot, but that's because he's programmed that way,
1: which is strange
2: because so I did program to miss is that I mean they, that's what he says that's, I know that... it's for comedic effect but taking it at face value yeah that's it...
1: that's pretty bad I mean that's kind of like <laughs> are the are the stormtroopers kind of supposed to be like that who knows um so at the six thirty mark Yoda uh as is your enemy to reach your our goal a straight path we will not follow so basically he's saying so in context they all see so after they make the bet the droids come from one direction and they land where they're supposed to be Yoda is saying hey let's try to use our our advantages here they're not able to get all of their heavy the cl- machinery in the in the um in the tanks and so they have to bring in battle droids which is a disadvantage to them
2: the clones want to go straight for Yep, the, straight the for the king. Yep, straight for the Yoda said, point. "Hey, man, this this isn't the way. We 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 need to avoid this, these droids. Yes, and they do. absolutely.
1: Yeah, and they do. And it's and it's and it's very much like Co- Yoda's character to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially from the originals and the in the prequels, he's very much the same kind of uh, Jedi throughout the entire thing. Um." at 7 the 757 mark a clanker uh, yeets a aat into heavy vegetation i missed that they're going Uh, for it yeah they are they 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 try to get through and they can't um so and then they eventually send in uh battle droids and droidicas and uh, b1 battle droids to um get the clones and yoda the B1 um,
2: battle droids the the gray more buffalo So the, buff the the gray the gray
1: the gray ones are B2s the, uh-huh. the, the 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 regular ones from episode 1 are B1s
2: Okay and oh uh, how about this So mm-hmm. so there's there's the regular uh droids the, yeah. the tan looking guys then there's yes. the guys with the yellow on them those are pilots right
1: They're pilots or commanders Okay what about the green
2: ones that are in this
1: green ones see the the i think that's rank so like general to well most of the general well it goes command droid commando droids are the ones that um basically and you'll learn this in in later seasons they use more command droids to make position and do strategy Mm -hmm. um so i think the colors are just based on rank like captain uh, lieutenant, ranger, kind of like that. So I think okay, that's what okay, uh, those okay. are used for. Um, so Yoda and, and the clones are pinned down at one point. Um, one of them is injured in the fight. Uh, so basically Yoda goes ham, starts doing episode two stuff, flipping and doing stuff and picking up people and throwing them into each other. And, and he ignites his lightsaber for the first time in the series. He doesn't and that, and and honestly, he doesn't really ignite his lightsaber very often in the series. Believe. Oh, do we go on to find out that he's relative, relatively a pacifist? Uh, he, sort of. I, I'm not going to try to spoil it for you all okay. that okay. I haven't watched okay. it, okay. but it's it's very interesting. I I just remembered that that doesn't happen a whole lot. So that's that's this is really something that they wanted I mean, to.
2: He really, I I feel like just from this first episode right Mm -hmm. i feel like when we watch his force powers i mean he he cuts a hole hole open in one of the tanks and literally just like pulls out a uh pulls out the the metal core of it like you Mm -hmm. see him pick up one of the droids and that makes the droid start firing upon its own guys or yeah or even like at the end man and he goes down to slice down on a scythe interest Mm-hmm. and literally like stops her in, in mid track yep i feel like his force powers in this episode just in the first episode are way way more than you see in any of the movies
1: yep yep pretty much i mean it just goes to show they're trying to show you that this is the reason why he's the grand master uh... but i
2: so so how much of it do you think is the animation is just so much easier to animate versus. It's so like,
1: much easier to animate and make it look good. Um, do you,
2: so do you remember um, the the final fight scene in Revenge the of the Sith, Episode Two, Clone
1: Wars? Oh yeah, no, the Attack of the Clones. Yeah,
2: in mm-hmm. the uh, that giant pylon file falls down and uh, it's about to land on on Luke and on Anakin and he yeah Anakin does and everyone mm-hmm. yeah sorry. He does no, everything yeah. he can do to stop it and get out of the way, just barely. Yeah. Versus in this thing, like he's literally just like picking up droids yeah. and just like laser firing. I
1: them. mean, there's not much. So basically, my thought is, um, animation is easier to do than live action, especially with CGI, because everything's already uh, already computer generated, anyways. Um, so adding the actions for an animatron anima uh, uh, animation is I mean, I could be completely wrong. It could be a whole lot harder. But to me, it just feels like it could be easier. And the point from a story point, you want to show how Yo- how powerful Yoda really is and how much he can really do. Um, So I think that was probably the draw of what Dave and George were trying to do with this first episode. I mean,
2: this is this is the second second time we've ever seen him yep. in canon yep. actually in a battle, correct? Yes. He, um, he's in as- a He's in a fight with Count Dooku in Clone Wars, and then this is the next time we ever get to see him in a battle.
1: Yep, as of right now. Right. Um, uh, I, he's in the High Republic era because he's like 600 years old. You ha- mm-hmm. you, we all have mm-hmm. to remember he's about 900 years old when he dies in the original trilogy. So he's in the High Republic era. So as of right now, from what I've seen in canon, uh, there's only been a handful of times where he's actually shown his power. So um, that's that's a good point. Um, and then kind of the biggest thing. So, So everybody thinks that animation is just for kids. There are subtle undertones of like really good adult storytelling in here. Oh, holy cow! And yes. and when and when I think one part is when Yoda asks the the clones to take off their helmets and they say their names: Rise, Jack, um, and the other one I can't remember their name. Thier, uh, Fire And fear. Uh, they all they're like well, we're, we're all kind of similar. It was just the same face. And then Yoda goes, you're not the same to me. You're all different in the force. And it kind of just shows you, it's just, it's bigger than just star Wars. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like trying to teach a lesson here. So I think whenever you go through the clone wars, there are a lot of subtle adult themes in it. And I think it's fantastic.
2: I think they do a really good job of like te- it's a teaching moment. It's really something that like I don't know if as a kid I would have noticed it, but as an adult I'm watching it I'm like, "Oh wow, like there's actually something to learn
1: from this." Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so we get some animation of the droids running in place uh then getting stuck behind uh, a AT, an AT and AT uh no not an AT, a- an a- A-A-T. AT. Um and then I mean it so, more more so, yeah, fun. More fun yeah, so
2: we so we go into the caves, we see their we see the, the the clones' faces. He talks about them, they go down into that valley and he gets ambushed. He just yep. kind of sits there, right, and he's just like meditating, and they're like, Master, what should we do? The droids I mean, they're they're hit, you know, hitting a beside, and she's like, freaking kill the guy. Mm-hmm. and uh as soon as as soon as they fire he pops up he starts like whacking at him he like he does that whole lightsaber pull out the core thing and he jumps in yep. the aat He uh, one of my one of the fit fa- one of the funniest things watching the show was yeah for me was watching the droid run in place and he gets sucked in and
1: the, yeah the, the part mm-hmm. starts
2: spewing out yeah dude it yeah. was it was sick
1: yeah and then we've got yoda showing up um uh, at the end. Uh, so Asajj gets a notice that all the droids have been destroyed. Yoda has won. She and, uh, contacts the, king,
2: the the king. Goes up and he's like, "Well, I guess you lost." Yep, and Count much. Dooku's like. What, what what what's the line that he says he says something like uh, it's like
1: uh maybe the next king yeah, be more maybe cooperative. The
2: and he starts and that's when a side goes to swing at him and, and yeah. yoda stops her literally mid swing
1: yeah so it just goes to show you and then he takes her sabers from her and then he gives them which is hilarious because uh. that just shows that just shows you how powerful he really is um and then that is the end of episode one of Ambush. Um, David, what was uh something that really popped out to you that we didn't talk about?
2: The animation style. I I I can tell the
1: three D animation that it's three D animation. Great.
2: But there's mm-hmm. certain there. I, go back and watch it again, guys, and you'll see like you'll see the brush strokes like on a side of interest cheeks, or like you'll mm-hmm. just see like it's almost like they created like 3d characters and then actually painted brushstrokes on these guys. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the art style Mm -hmm. in the film is just absolutely incredible. I love the the exploration. I love one of the first things that Yoda says when he gets down on the moon is he says, wow, look how beautiful this place is. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's really true that the artists really take their time on these shows and really it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful show.
1: Yeah, absolutely um now guys we are gonna go into our rankings the way our ranking system of each episode it is it goes like this so there's youngling which is bad padawan which is eh. jedi knight which is good jedi master or jedi no jedi knight is okay jedi master is good and grand master is excellent now david what would be your ranking of this episode
2: I mean, it's season one, episode one. It literally sets the tone for the entire show. I'm gonna give it grandmaster. I mean, it is. It's the first time we ever see Yoda. Yeah. The second time we ever see Yoda, kick butt in a fight, and it, arguably it's the first time we really seen him kick butt because he just takes on a thousand droids. I mean, it makes it look like nothing. Yeah. Uh, the 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 storytelling's awesome. It, Yoda's litting his eye go at the end. I mean, inadvertently, but still, like, not just you know killing her on the spot i mean the the storytelling the whole thing is just 5 out of 5
1: chef's kiss chef's kiss chef's
2: kiss where what where where are you what are your thoughts um
1: having seen the whole series this one kind of it, it's i would say jedi jedi master it was okay. good okay. um I, and i really enjoyed like you said it does set the tone for the whole series which is good Because you need something that's going to draw people in about this show, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with the animated part of it. It's hard to really get people to buy in. But when you're in, and I say this every single time to somebody that hasn't watched the Clone Wars, get through season two. Seasons three and four are the best, hands down, the best storytelling I have seen in Star Wars. And that's saying a lot. Lots to look Um, forward to. But yeah, I would I would give it a grandmaster, which is good. Um, guys, you'll have to let us know. Tell us in the comments. Uh, yeah, let us
2: know what what you want to see, what you want us to talk about, what yeah, what things you want us to deep dive on.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Let's uh, let's 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 deep dive a little bit on uh, some Star Wars news this week.
1: Yeah, let's get into it. So, obviously, we talked about um i showed everybody uh, well you can watch us on youtube um i am currently i have my hands on the new book that came out uh the rising storm which St. is in Jefferson, the high republic on era um which is in the high republic era uh okay.
2: quickly for yes. those of us who aren't familiar what is the high republic
1: the high republic is an era that happens before the prequels before episode one how um, long before anywhere from 229 292 BBY to 89 BBY now BBY, BBY, BBY is before the battle of yavin so mm-hmm. before episode, episode four. 4 um so after so everything is based on canon wise BBY or ABY after battle before battle of M- uh, yavin or after battle of yavin just as like a canon reminder yep, this is yep, how yep, we yep. this is how we judge time Mm -hmm. before after um so this takes place 292 years um and another there's another book that just came out too um yes that one's more of a young adult novel i haven't gotten into that yet what is that one called um that is called man you're catching me up race of uh yeah race to uh race to hold on i'll get it yes race to crash point got it Okay. And that's uh, by Jose uh, de Holder. Holder, Jose mm-hmm. de uh, Jose, Jose. He's a really good. He does a lot of the High Republic uh, Adventures comics. He's done a couple of books. He wrote um, Longshot. Uh, that is a perspective book between uh, when Lando has the Millennium Falcon before Solo, and then Han after Solo um, when he has the Falcon. It, it's a really good book. He's a really good author. Um, Claudia Gray has a book in the High Republic called Into the Dark. She is probably hands down the greatest besides Timothy Zahn. Um, she writes Star Wars, and it doesn't feel like it's hunched Bish-mish. in or pushed in yeah. or anything. It feels very I, natural when she does it, I right? really, yes, absolutely. I love her books. I love her yeah. writing. Yeah. Um. But definitely, guys, if you are wanting to get more into Star Wars, definitely go pick up a copy of Light of the Jedi, Into the Dark, um, Rising, the Rising Storm. They're gonna have other things that are coming out content-wise. Um, and yeah, um, next topic. I'm. It's not on the notes, but I want to talk about it. So last week. They did an interview for the showrunner of the Acolyte, which happens to be in the Hut High Republic era, technically. Um, and Acolyte being, uh, it's Ashokatano? more Dark Side. No, 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 no. This is this is High Republic. So Ahsoka Tano isn't even alive. Is this in a Disney? Disney sp- is this a Disney Disney Plus, Plus show? Okay, Disney okay. Plus show. Um, and the showrunner and the writer and the director, um. Put out a quote that said, yeah, we have a girl that has never even seen Star Wars in our in our writing group. Really? And and everybody lost their mind. Wow. Lost their mind. Here's my take on this, guys. And I'm a big Star Wars fan. Does it make me worried? No. Because she went on to say in that interview I didn't want people agreeing with me and having the same take on Star Wars. We wanted fresh faces. If, and, and let me tell you, if the Acolyte is somebody's first version of Star Wars, they're going to have to hit it out of the park. They have to make it resonate, resonate with people that aren't like me, that are more like David. Okay, um, but to be
2: fair, so Acolyte, takes place before any of the movies, right? Yes.
1: Yes. So, I it's mean, a, they it's really don't slate. need. It's a no. blank
2: slate. You need to know the mechanics, you need to know the force, and you know how lightsabers work yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I mean, I don't need to know Luke's, I don't need to know the Anakin Skywalker story.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, and it's like the Mandalorian. Yes, it's good knowledge to have what's going on, but you're basically, with all of these shows, you're basically wanting to add more content to the saga, do we have and, a
2: release date for Acolyte yet?
1: Um, so they are going to start filming the show February of next year. Okay. Um, most likely it's probably going to be an early 2023 release date. mm mm-hmm. um, And there's other Disney Plus shows that we'll go into. Um, but so the next one, which was recently released, Lego came out with their set for... Uh, Boba Fett, um, possibly the book of Boba Fett, and they put down they didn't put Slave One, they put down Boba Fett's ship, mm-hmm. and everybody lost their damn minds again. Now, oh,
2: okay, so right, hold on just a second. So, the original name of Boba, Fett, Boba Fett's ship is the Slave One. Yeah,
1: or or just slave one. Yes. Slave mm-hmm. one. Slave yes. one. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And it should be noted that Disney absolutely has every right to name it, name their ships whatever they want to. Yeah.
1: Correct? They they own they own the property. They own what they, they and and people are just making so much of a big deal of it because they want clickbait. That's what this is. It's clickbait. Oh, they're cancel culture, cancel culture, this cancel. No, they just want to sell more Legos.
2: And I think that there's... If you know that it's the Slave One and you grew up with it being called the Slave One, which, I mean, in the movies, how many times has it even called that? I mean, it's it's uh, it's not maybe like a once. huge... It's not the Millennium Falcon. It's not like no. they came out and they said, oh, we're going to change Millennium Falcon to be no. Millennium Bird because Falcon's offensive. No, yeah. I, I think that there's a large there's a, a large group that would call the the word slave offensive right yeah there's nothing wrong with changing the name to boba fett's ship i mean because it's it's not core i mean it is canon but it's not like a core to that item and if if it includes more people and it, it makes people feel more welcome then more power to them
1: yeah I CD. think Disney's
2: a hundred percent in its right to do that. Oh yeah, but I, I also th- i also agree. Think I... There's there's nothing wrong with calling it Slave One. No, You're not no, no, offending yeah, yeah. anyone because no. I mean they're not it, Slave One. I mean he's he literally rounds people up and takes them. Him. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like a a happy like it's not a fairy. You know, no, it's not like no,
1: a, yeah, absolutely. I I just I feel like everybody's making jumping to conclusions when that's that's not the case i mean a lot of these lego uh the the lego sets don't have the actual names on them yeah, like anakin them. ship is called i can't remember what it's called but it's called something but they put anakin ship like they don't name all of these ships you know what i mean like this isn't like the first time it's ever been done you know what i mean it's it's just a and lot it- of people trying to do clickbait try to get views try to get this and it just stirs arguable. up. It, it just stirs up all the negativity in the Star so Wars fandom.
2: It's almost arguable that if you were to release a Lego set and you were to call it the Slave One,
1: mm-hmm. less
2: people would know what that is than if you were to call it Boba Fett's ship.
1: Exactly. So
2: it, it's possible you're that, shoehorning you know, yourself because yeah, a kid I mean, could
1: be looking at that and being like, "What's that? I don't know what that is."
2: Yeah, yeah. So, Everybody I mean, knows who Boba Fett is. Exactly. The fact that you're calling it Boba Fett's ship, almost, almost, I mean, one, it doesn't exclude people, but two, it no. tells you what it is. So, I mean, yeah, if you're talking about, like, kids that are, like, you know, 10 years old that are buying these things, I mean, the, the original Star Wars came out in the 70s. They're, they're yep. not going to necessarily know, like, oh, the Slave 1, oh, cool, that's Boba Fett's ship.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. And on that note, David, I think we're going to, I think we're, this is going to be the end of episode one. Everybody, give it. each other a round of applause. We survived.
2: We survived.
1: We did it. We did it. Um, we will be releasing episodes as of right now, as of June 29th, 2021. We will be releasing episodes once a week. Um, we might go towards two, just depends. But we will be back next week. We are actually going to be hitting both uh, episode two and episode three of the Clone Wars um, we will come back with some Star Wars news uh, we might throw in a uh, rank your Star Wars trill rank your Star Wars saga from best movie to least movie at the end of the show Ooh. we want to hear your guys's takes on it um, you guys can follow us the official Twitter and Instagram. Twitter yeah, is at with. at Podwan's. So P-O-D W A N S on Twitter. Um, and then at hold on. And then if you look it up, it's the Podwan's The Podwans pod on Instagram. Go give us a follow there. And then also follow us on TikTok. Um, we are at the Padawan Podcast, um, and we post all of our stuff. We're going to be doing social media stuff, um, doing fun little things and whatnot, doing reviews, um, posting highlights of the podcast on there, um, and then also go follow us on on YouTube. Uh, we are at, I believe, the Padawan Podcast. If you just put it in the search bar, subscribe, like, give us a comment um we will also be on apple podcasts spotify and anywhere you get your podcasts um but david what uh would you like to plug your social media or don't forget
2: we're we're also on um we have an email account we're oh uh, really yeah really official give them uh, the, the, the email the pod ones at gmail.com
1: if you want to awesome. send in questions we can answer them live on air we can do all of that good stuff.
2: Yeah. And let us know what you guys want to hear and what you guys want to see. Um We, I mean, this is brand new to us. So we definitely want to know what you guys want. Cause at yeah. the end of the day, that's what I think is most important. Well, us having fun is what's most important. Oh yeah, right?
1: absolutely. But and we definitely
2: I, want to see what you guys want to see too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we definitely did that. And um, on that note. We're done. We're done. Let's send and- them out. May the force be with you.
2: Also with you.